0: You're listening to the Life Friendly Business Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Thomas Wong, business mentor, author, and founder of the Cocoon VIP membership, empowering women around the world to build businesses on their terms. If you want to grow and scale a business that works in harmony with your family and your life, this podcast is for you. Hello, and welcome to the Life Friendly Business Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Thomas Wong, and today I'm speaking to Gina Smith, the Director of Create Visual Aids. She shares her journey of building and scaling her product-based business all around visual symbols to help people communicate. So this is for young children, people with autism, speech and language difficulties, or other neurodiversities. Gina shares her experience and her tips for selling on Amazon for building her team so that she can release some of the day-to-day duties of running a product based business and also how she's managed to keep it all life-friendly. Hi Gina. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hi Erin. It's okay. So tell me first of all, why you decided to start your own business?
1: Uh, I was a teacher. And I did like teaching, but there was a lot I didn't like as well. And I always knew that I wanted to kind of work my way out one day. Um, But I would say there was no one gradual day that I started my own business. I just gradually built something alongside teaching and gradually reduced my teaching until I left.
0: That's a really great way to do it, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. really reducing that risk, that scary moment of saying I'm handing in my notice, you know. Yes.
1: Yeah, so and one of the great things about being a teacher is that you can go part time. So after I had my children, I was able to go part time and reduce one and build the other.
0: Fantastic. So explain a little bit more to us about what you do.
1: I help people communicate, routine and transition to others through the use of visual symbols. Um, This is really important for anybody, but it's particularly important for young children or for people with autism or speech and language difficulties, anybody who struggles to communicate. Um, What we do is we use lots of little pictures to show somebody what's happening in their day and to allow them to communicate with you.
0: It sounds amazing. And I know that, you know, the your products help so many families with in those situations and what does this actually look like give me an example of the kind of products that you make
1: so my best selling product is uh, simply a visual timetable so it's a set of cards um that just show somebody what's happening in a day but if i if i can ask you a question if i may if you imagine that you woke up and somebody said to you get dressed get in the car and you didn't know where you were going how long you were going to be there for, who you were going to see, whether or not you were going to get fed, whether or not you were going to come home, and also you didn't have any experience to tell you that it would be okay. How would that feel?
0: Absolutely horrendous.
1: (laughs) Because we like control, right? That's how it feels for anybody, for a young child or for anybody who struggles with communication. It's scary. It's frustrating. It brings on anxiety. When you're scared or you're anxious, your behaviour changes hence why we might see somebody being really upset, a parent might think their child's acting out, and actually they just don't understand what's happening. Life feels out of control and that's really, really scary for them. So what we need to do is find a solution. So with pictures, we can show somebody what's happening in the day. And I could talk all night about why pictures are really good for communication, but a quick example is, if you say an instruction like get dressed, If somebody struggles to process language, then they've not only got to figure out what you said, but they've got to remember what you said as well. Or so if they've got a picture, they can just keep looking at it until they understand what it is. And they can carry their, their schedule around all day with them, just a load of pictures showing them what's happening. It also helps children and anybody who needs visuals have some ownership because they can understand what's happening, they feel controlled, they can start to do things independently. It also allows them to communicate with you because if they can't find the words for what it is that they want, they can show you a picture. It's brilliant.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I I can imagine so many of us out there as well have experienced the daily frustration of the morning routine of get your teeth brushed, have you packed your bag? Have you got your lunchbox? And I uh, you know, assume that for all children, having those that exactly. visual checklist would be amazing.
1: Exactly, and one of the things I'm really passionate about is raising awareness that visuals are for everybody. They're not just for people with special educational needs, they can be used by anybody. My own children don't have special educational needs and I use visuals with them all the time because they work.
0: So how did you, obviously you had the idea for doing this, and you started making them yourself at home. Yes. How on earth did you go about getting these out there to the world?
1: Well, I remember having the idea when I was I was a teacher and I was on a course for supporting children with challenging behaviour. And I remember thinking, those children have got the visuals they need in school and they haven't got them at home. Yet home is the place that they need them the most because school's got a lot of routine um, and home can be all very different. So actually... These children need them at home. So I sold a couple on eBay, and the response was amazing. The the parents were just so grateful to and like what I do can be such an instant game changer that they were just so grateful to have them. So I start I built a website and I just started um selling bespoke um timetables at first so the customer could choose the exact symbols that they wanted. But what I found, and first of all, I was really passionate about everything being bespoke and being exactly right for the individual child. But what I found was that parents were coming to me and saying, I don't know where to start, help, please just tell me what I need. Or parents were buying the same set of visuals again and again and again. So from there, I developed the visual timetable for home, which to this day is my bestseller. which is a set of 35 symbols. And I chose those 35 symbols based on what people have ordered from me the most. And from my experience as a mum, just all the things from day-to-day life, like getting dressed, getting shoes on, cleaning your teeth, going to a club, um, going swimming, all those sorts of things and I put them together in a pack and I started selling them on my website and on Amazon and um, it's been quite a journey actually because originally I used to hand laminate everything and uh, couldn't keep up with sales. My back was in agony from all the laminating and cutting so I bought an employee on um, and she was laminating with me but we still couldn't keep up so then I started to get the, the boards because I, I attached the pictures to a board with Velcro so I started to get the boards manufactured and the little symbols manufactured on these cards and I was compiling it all at home and for a few months probably twice a week my husband and I would spend the evening putting all these orders together um, and then eventually I found a manufacturer who makes the whole thing and puts it together for me and that's been amazing because it's allowed me to bring lots more communication products to the market and it's allowed me time to spread the word of communication so it's been quite a journey but it's been a brilliant one
0: so it's been six years since you started has it oh I
1: think I think eight years actually but I didn't didn't do much for the first two because I was having babies and (laughs) it was all a (laughs) juggle
0: and so now you're selling really successfully on Amazon Mm -hmm. And for people listening who might be thinking that feels incredibly daunting. I mean, first of all, you know, getting a manufacturer to make your product (laughs) feels daunting. Like how has the journey been for you with understanding how Amazon works and, you know, getting your products to be seen?
1: Um, I think the important thing to know is that there was no point where I went from not having a business to suddenly selling on Amazon and having everything together I just took tiny baby steps along the way and it just kind of all came together over time so you know I've just explained the the process of how I got to where I am now with with having my main product manufactured but you just had to just give everything a go and and find out what worked and what didn't you know I used to sell hardly anything on Amazon and now I have a much better understanding of how Amazon works so I I can make that work for me and One of the good things about Amazon, actually, is that, I mean, I have a love-hate relationship with Amazon, don't get me wrong, but one of the good things is that it allows you to um, reach other countries. So once you kind of get to know what you're doing, it's actually not that hard to stop reinstating other countries. So it helps me spread the love, really, of communication.
0: So obviously, you are in the cocoon, and you've been in the cocoon for quite a few years. So it's been really nice for me to watch you grow and scale the business and one thing I know we've talked about a lot is that moment of letting go and taking on an employee so Mm -hmm. that they can help you and you know how did you find that because obviously you know for for a lot of us our businesses are our babies and Mm -hmm. we feel like it's we can only do what we do Mm -hmm. so how has that process of letting
1: go been for you Um, brilliant. The best thing I've ever done, but it took me a long time to get there. I, the first thing I'd say is I never, at no point did I advertise for somebody to come work for me. I got to know some, somebody and thought, actually, they'd be really great. And then I said to them, would you like to work with me? So um, my really good friend, Jane, who I've known for years and years and years, uh, back in the really early stages of the business, I messaged her and I knew Jane was a perfectionist, which was somebody that I wanted. And I said, well, would you fancy doing some laminating for me? And you can work from home. And I knew that that fitted in with, because she was a single mum to two young boys. So she started laminating for me and, and she still works for me to this day. So that was amazing. And then last year, I, people had been saying to me for years that I needed to stop laminating so that I could start doing the big stuff. And it, it took a really long time for me to let go. But eventually, I kept chatting to someone. I kept thinking she'd be really good, great. And what I found was I invited her to come in because uh, sorry, Jane works away from home. But I needed somebody here with me um, to work making the bespoke orders. And I brought her in. And what I found was not only did she lighten my workload but she started bringing her own ideas to things and doing things in a better way that I hadn't thought of and I was like oh well that's good that works um and so she's been working for me since last July and has taken on more and more and it's just been amazing because it's allowed me to step back and do the stuff that I really want to do which is really to broaden the business and um educate more people about communication
0: I think I'm right in saying that you had quite a big milestone in the last year where you were actually able to go on holiday
1: and leave the business. I did. I did. I went on holiday and I left the business running, which was incredible. I've never done that before. Amazon's great. Amazon can run itself. Um, But the the website, I've always closed everything down. I've always just said to my customers, look, I'm a one man band. I'll be back in a week. But this time I didn't do that. So that was amazing. That was was a, a big step for me.
0: Wonderful. And obviously, you know, on this podcast, we talk a lot about making our businesses life friendly. Mm -hmm. So how have you managed to grow and scale this business, but still stick to your boundaries of, you know, looking after your kids and having time for you? Like, do you feel like you have done that? Or has it been a struggle?
1: Uh, I think I have done that now. And weirdly, my business is so much bigger now, but yet, It is so much more life friendly now. Um, You have to learn through experience and the way to do it is to find your team. You have to bring people in to help you. And it took me, as you know, Erin, it took me a long time to bring in support. I'm still not there with everything, but um, I have gradually brought in support. And I remember my little girl saying to me when I was little, "Mummy, you're always making symbols. And I was like, oh, no. But, you know, um, it's... I want my children to see me working hard but I also want them to see me relaxing and playing hard and so yeah I've brought in my team and I've I've always tried during the week not to work between three and seven so between them getting home from school and putting them to bed um and I've just gradually prioritized through but which has been through bringing in other people to help me
0: yeah fantastic and I know that, you know, one big journey that you've been going through as you've been scaling is kind of taking more ownership of, of the business and of what you do. And you, you now create your own symbols.
1: I do. I do. So um, for many years, I used the artwork from another company, which was amazing. And I was always very grateful to them for that. Um, so I use them under license. But the business wasn't quite mine. And I, I, there was a few things I couldn't do. And I just really felt that it was time for the business to be completely my own. So I reached out to someone, um, I actually reached out to Jill Pryor at Blossom Lane Creatives, who is amazing, and talked to her about designing my own range of visuals um, and that has just been the best thing I ever did because Jill is so talented and I had quite a specific idea of what we needed to do because we needed to create these little people that needed to be gender neutral, skincare neutral, age neutral so that any pictures that I make could could apply to anybody in the world no matter what age, no matter what colour skin they've got. So I set Jill quite a challenge and Honestly, I don't think I could possibly be happier with what she designed for me. Um, So she originally made the 35 symbols that are in the visual timetable for home. And now I think we've got over 200 symbols and she makes me more every single month. And it's just brilliant. I love it. And what's great is the the response from my customers has been fantastic as well in fact we've we've named the little people in the in the pictures we call them the beanies and they're lots of fun and and people love them so that's great it's been brilliant
0: and taking you back to the beginning of that journey like I remember how absolutely terrifying it was for you to make that decision and make that change because you you had a business that was working and people were buying your products and all those things and you know, it was that real like, oh, do I do this? Do I do, do I risk it? And it's absolutely paid off in leaps and bounds, hasn't it? I,
1: I think I had to do it as well for my own anxiety levels. I I was very aware that the business, you know, if um, anybody had taken the artwork away from me, I lost my entire business and I, I had to take ownership and, and do it myself. And I was all, always had quite a lot of anxiety around that. But... Um, But, you know, I I was so scared that people wouldn't welcome my range of visuals, but it's been absolutely amazing. And also at the same time, um, my manufacturer, who is fantastic, um, helped me find just the right material. To, make, to print the visuals on. And it was really important that we had something that, that was really durable because you might have someone being very heavy-handed with these visuals. They might get thrown across the room. They might end up in the bath. They might end up getting screwed up. And I, I needed something that was really, really strong. So we changed that at the same time. So um, the relaunch, which was last May, was a great success, which was good. Absolutely. I mean,
0: I think it's so inspiring to see how you have, you know, grown and evolved in the business. And I know that you've got lots of exciting ideas about what's coming up. But one thing I want to touch on is, you know, obviously, I, I speak to a lot of people who really struggle to get their product based business off the ground. And in fact, you know, I I have more service based businesses coming to me. And yeah. I think that that's evidence um, as well of how hard it is with a product based business. So, you know, I'd really love to hear from you what you found to be the challenges of, of building a product-based businesses business and how
1: you've kind of overcome those in terms of sales amazon just amazon amazon can be a bit of a nightmare and you you have to get a lot of experience of how to run it because you know if they don't like what you're doing they will just close your account but you very quickly learn what they expect of you and you, you know you learn how to make it run and and I would never, I would still be a teacher if it weren't for Amazon because I would never, ever get the sales that I get through Amazon. And, and it helps me reach a lot of people, which is my goal. It helps me reach a lot of parents, especially if you've got a parent who's very, very stressed. They've just had a, their child's had a diagnosis of autism. They're told to use visuals. They can go on Amazon. They can prime it. It's with them the next day. Um, so that in terms of reaching the sales. In terms of everything else, I will keep saying this, but you just have to keep chipping away at it. So I think I was quite naive when I started and I just laminated and stuck it in the post and, and that was fine. But then one day it occurred to me, oh, I really should be getting product safety for all this. Um, do you think I could get a straight answer about product safety? I It took me weeks, months, phoning people, trying to find out what I needed. Is it a toy? Isn't it a toy? Nobody would give me a straight answer. Um, they'd say, does it have play value? And I'd say, well, a bottle of bleach has play value. If, if you know, if you give it to a child, they will play with it. Their children will play with anything. Um, so that, that was a real challenge. But you just have to keep going. Um, I've had other red tape issues. Like, for example, I, I really struggled to get insurance to sell in America at one point because they don't want to ensure product-based businesses in America um, because there's such a claim culture. Um, and my big, big challenge at the moment is getting back into the EU after Brexit. There's so much that needs doing to be able to sell in the EU again. But you just have to take tiny steps all the time and it will take months and months and months. But then suddenly you get there and you look back and you think, oh, wow, look where I've come. And, and you know, I've, I've been through four different manufacturers and four different ways of bringing my product together. And I finally found the one that really, really works. You, you just keep going. You just keep chipping away at it.
0: And in terms of the cash flow as well and and investing in your business you know how how does that work how does it work for you? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Good question I didn't ever really have to invest in my business because I started with a five pound laminator from WH Smith um, and some laminate that I I probably bought off Amazon I can't remember Um, so there was never great any great cash injection um, and I was paying a percentage for the artwork I was paying a percentage of my sales so I didn't have to pay that until I, the sales had come in so it gradually grew and I, I took a few loans along the way um but the biggest thing I'd say now is about finding a manufacturer who believes in you and treats you well um so my guy who is Matt at LA Digital and Paul I've got to mention his name because he's amazing he really believes in my business and what he's done is he gives me really good really good payment terms. So he gives me 90 days to pay an invoice. So that gives me time to buy it all in, sell it. Um, and he's this year, he's done this amazing deal for me, um, which has just allowed me to take the products as I as I need it um, and still get a really good unit price. But it's just about building relationships and keep going. There have been some really tight cash flow moments over the year, but I always knew I had something. The customer feedback is amazing which is just lovely so I knew that I just had to keep going and find a way and it did mean taking a couple of loans and things like that but I got there well I don't don't know I don't am I there I don't know (laughs) it's easier now
0: (laughs) and so in terms of success
1: yeah
0: how do you measure your success do you feel successful right now I do now
1: it's taken me a long time to say that but I do now Yes. I do now in terms of my life, uh, in that I can, I, I swim a lot. I love swimming and I have a very bad back that, that, that requires me to swim a lot. Um, and I'm able to get to the swimming pool at least three times a week, which is success to me because, um, I now have the time to be able to do that. Um, I'm not working at the weekends. I, I do work in the evenings, but that's because I choose to. Um, that's so why I, I would choose to go to swim during the day and catch up in the evenings, But That's my choice. Um, I'm able to spend time with the family, um, but most of all I'm building a brand and the customer feedback is just incredible. And when I get a customer saying that this was an absolute game changer for their child. And um, I think one customer that stood out said that um, they had fostered their niece and their niece had barely spoken, had been having such a hard time. And then they got my visuals and. It was a game changer and and their their niece was happier, more relaxed and started communicating. communicating. And that's success right there. It's just brilliant. It's just wonderful to hear how children are are, and and adults with with, um, any kind of communication needs are now able to communicate. It's just brilliant.
0: (laughs) And the, the more success that you have, the deeper impact you're able to make, because
1: I know that you also give back as well. I do. I I donate a percentage of my profits to the National Logistics Society. Yes, which is brilliant. I love being able to do that. But I think what you just said then is exactly right. I think where before, you know, when people are afraid of selling, what I now realise is that the more successful my business is, the more products I can create, the more countries I can reach, um, the more that I can help people communicate. And, and, you know, I I think, was it was it Cory Javid who said like when, when you're selling something you're offering to help someone and, and, that's what you know the, the more my business grows the more that I'm able to help people so that is fantastic I love it
0: <laughs> yeah that brilliant quote by Cory Javid about um selling is simply offering someone the yes. opportunity for you to help them yes that's that yes that <laughs> and it really it takes the ickiness out of sales doesn't it because it's like you're just telling them how you can help them and if they want your help they can choose to buy from you and if they don't they don't and it's not a rejection of of us you know it's yeah. So um that that's fantastic and um so what's next for the business?
1: Oh, good question. Well, I am forever being told by people that these visuals would be really good for people with dementia, um for stroke victims, for people with MSA. So I really want to explore that route now. I want to be able to offer um, visuals that can help with with anybody struggling with that sort of thing. It's not my area of expertise. So what I need to do is build a team around me because I don't want to pretend it is because it's not. But what I do have is I have the artwork and the artwork can be applied to anybody of any, any age. Um, I have the artwork. I have the resources to put the product out there. I just need to work on what the product is. So really, that will be a side branch of Create Visual Aids. Um, I've also got lots of products right here in my head that that just need to come to fruition. Um, one of them is I'd like to start creating social stories, um, which is a story that helps somebody understand the social situation through the story. So that will be going there as well. Lots, lots to do, lots to do.
0: I really love the point you made then about um, building a team around you of people that have the expertise that you don't. And I think that that's one thing that it's so easy for us to fall into this trap of thinking that we should be able to do everything but Mm -hmm. I think you know if you're if you're going to run a successful business you have to be aware of the gaps in your own knowledge or your own skills Mm -hmm. and like you say like reach out and find people and build those relationships with people Mm -hmm. that can you know enhance your
1: business and also I think you don't know what's out there and until I joined the cocoon I was just running this business all by myself, and I had no idea, I had no clue that there were people that helped you with your branding and people that helped you with your social media and 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 all these all these different things. I just didn't even know they existed. I thought you just tried to sell. <laughs> um, and and actually, being in the cocoon has, has opened so many doors for me. And and like through your momentum days, Erin, you know, I I met. Kara Sayer, for example, who sells snooshade Shade and, and is a bit of a guru when it comes to selling on Amazon. And since then I've been able to link with Cara and say and Cara's taught me loads about selling on Amazon. Um I met Sarah vikins from Dorset Growth Hub, who then I went for a meeting with Dorset Growth Hub and they just took my business and went, right, this is brilliant, but you've got a lot of work to do. And, and you know, that was about four years ago, and they they set me off, and they were the ones who set me um with a new website and just got me going and helped me find out about grants who knew that there were grants available you don't know this until you put yourself out there and find people who do know
0: Totally, you don't know what you're missing out on you don't know what you don't know yep exactly you know and it doesn't have to feel so hard It, it is hard running a business but I think you know if you try and do it all alone it's very isolating as well but also you know you're, you're spending maybe wasting time trying to understand all this stuff that you think you need to know instead of just reaching out to someone who can tell you in half an hour
1: what you need to do. <laughs> yes, totally. Yeah. You can't be expected to you know everything. I always say to people, I trained as a teacher. Like I wasn't a business owner. I I had no idea. And, yes, I know a lot more now, but I don't know everything, and I know that there's a lot I don't know, yeah. and I have to reach out. But I can also see how that's scary – when you're in the early stages of your business and it, it's a financial commitment and you don't know if the sales are going to come. But I think if you know you've got something, I, if I could speak to me a few years ago, I would have said, just go for it. Just just keep chipping away for it and go for it. Don't, you know, it was always to me, oh, should I get my products manufactured? If I'd known, obviously, if I'd known where it was going to end up, I would have I would have done it years ago. But having said that, I learned a lot and I got the product right when I finally got it manufactured because you learn and you learn from your customers as well. And I think, you know, you made
0: a great point there about like it's taken time to get to the point where you are today and you've been through a journey. And I think that, you know, there's sadly a lot of messaging out there about business success happening so quickly and then when people aren't getting there quickly, they're feeling like they must be doing something wrong or they must be failing, but it takes time to build up your business.
1: Yes, and, and also, you've also got to be in the right stage in your life. You know, when my children were babies, I didn't have the headspace to do any more than I was doing, which was to just make a few sales. I, didn't, I couldn't cope with any more. Um, you've got to get to the point where in your life it works. And for example, Erin, I've just joined your mastermind. And I think you brought that to me. When did you start that? Two years ago. Two
0: Years ago, yeah.
1: Two years ago, and and you came to me with the first one, but I wasn't in the right place for it at that point because I had so much. That's when I was going through all the red tape things, and and I wasn't in the place for it. But I am now, and and you've you've got to go with when when's right for you as a family, as a business owner. You've got to put it all together. It's all a big puzzle, isn't it? You've got to bring it together.
0: And I think I love that as well. And I think it is about being at peace with your current situation. So if you've got young kids, if you know, if you've got all all sorts of life issues going on, and it's a struggle right now, to grow your business, like being at peace with that, that's where you are right now. It doesn't mean that's where you're going to be tomorrow or Mm -hmm. next year. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, the more that we fight against that, the more frustrated we feel, and we're more likely to give up, I think.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, I, I totally and I'll go through phases where I know I've got an idea, a new project, and it's I just can't do it right now. For now, there'll there'll be there might be a few weeks at a time where all I can do at the moment is just run the business as it is. I can't grow it. But then I'll go through other phases where actually no, everything's good, I'm in a good place. Right now I, I can focus on what's next. Um, but that's okay. It's fine.
0: Yeah, it's it's a journey and we need to make sure that we're enjoying it, you know, absolutely, rather than just like you know, stressed and and burnt out, just trying to get to the end. Like, what is the end? That it's it is all about the journey.
1: <laughs> surely. It's funny because I was I was talking to someone last week who said, you know, you only really understand the financial value of your business when you sell it. And I thought, oh, can't imagine me ever selling it. I can't. It's my baby. I I I can't. You know, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll eat my words in a few years, but right now, I just think I what is there what does that look like when you finally get there I don't think you ever will because I think the fact that you're a business owner just shows that you're just driven to move on and create greater things yeah and you
0: still have a lot more impact to make you know you've got (laughs) you've got such a special thing to get out there and you've got all these ideas of how to to grow it further so it's really
1: exciting I'm, I'm very I'm very lucky to have found something that really not everybody's business works I'm 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 very lucky to have found something. that's such a game changer. Is it luck? I always, I always have a bit of an issue with people saying like people told me I was lucky to leave teaching, and I was like, mm, I, I worked both my maternity leaves to grow my business, so it wasn't just lucky. It was also very hard work. But uh, maybe not. Maybe fortunate is the word to have, have had the idea, um, because it ties in not only. Is, does, does it work but it's also it ties in with something I'm very very passionate about you know I've, I've worked with um, autistic individuals for years and I love it and I it, it's lovely to be able to combine something that sells well with something that really helps people with my area of expertise and passion I feel very fortunate
0: <laughs> well, and it's your unique set of skills and personality and all those things that have helped you to grow it so yeah I would say it's not about luck but. <laughs> thank you <Aaron. laughs> Erin where, where can people find out more about you
1: you can find me at my website which is www.createvisualaids.com or I'm on Instagram which is create underscore visual underscore aids and Facebook which is create visual aids
0: Thank you so much for sharing today. And I know, you know, I've been bugging you for a while to do something for the cocoon about Amazon. So i um, looking forward to you sharing your experience. I
1: am. I'm going to share my Amazon knowledge. That, that's, that's in my head as well <laughs> with all the other ideas.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much, Gina.
1: That's okay.
0: Honestly, it can feel like there is a lot you need to learn when building a thriving business. And it's easy to feel like you'll never know everything you need to be successful. But it is possible just so long as you stay focused on building the right knowledge and skills. When you join the Cocoon VIP membership, you'll have the opportunity to book a one-to-one orientation call with me, and I'll help you to prioritise the activities that will have the biggest impact on your business, and direct you to the materials in the library that you need. There's no need to learn it all, we'll just focus on the things that'll make the biggest difference to you. We have everything you need to build a life-friendly business, so check out the Cocoon now at lifefriendlybusiness.com forward slash cocoon i